Sounds like a little Leonard Skinner to me, Alfie. That's right, rock and roll, 640 WGST. We're bringing you the rock this morning. <laughs> this hasn't been a rock and roll yeah. station ever. No, it hasn't ever. <laughs> First rock and roll station you played on was what? 96 Rock. 96 Rock. Old WKLS. It's not 96 Rock today. No, right now it's Power 96. Power 96. So uh, right down the hallway from over where we're at. So it's, uh, yes, yes, yes. That's where my radio career got started. So we took a break. For those of you who did not listen... To and the it, last segment of the show, and Alfie and was... That's, and that's the case, shame on you. First yes, yes. Alfie was really getting deep bragging on me uh, <laughs> yeah. on the last segment of the show, and so great I decided husband. to cancel all future He's a great uh, subjects and let Alfie just brag on me, because really making me feel better. Damn good radio host. <laughs> this segment... Oh, hold on a second. The, the phone's ringing. Who's that? Oh, it's the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. Yes, sir. We'll put you on hold. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think yep. once you do 250 shows, you <laughs> ought to be on the Hall of Fame. Hey, our expert advisor and our special guest this segment, John Birchfield, Brand Mortgage. He is our favorite guest to have on with us. John, welcome. Hey, what's going on, guys? Man, a lot of stuff going on in the market today. Hey, you might not even know this, John. <clears throat> Let's see, Alfie. Uh, you're getting a standing ovation, yes, John. I yes, love sir. that. Yes, sir. So in December, John, and, and I, I haven't given you this information because it was just hot off the press when we, we included it on the show. I think it was actually on last week's show. <laughs> Sorry, I, le- I left you out a week. Sorry, John. Um, Single-family detached closings in December up 17% in Atlanta. 17. In Atlanta. I said 1-7. Con- wow. Condos and townhomes, John, up 23% December 2019 over December 2018. That is well, a that big sounds thing. Like pretty, pretty good numbers. Isn't that amazing? Imagine. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that is, it really is. Well, anyway, I, I know we wanted to start out talking a little bit about interest rates today versus yeah. interest rates this time last year. So let me just turn it over to you. What you got for us? Well, I think that the, the, the big drop in interest rates is a big contributor to the, to the statistics that you just said. That and, and builders are putting more inventory on the market, getting more sticks out of the ground, giving home buyers more choices. Uh, so that's helping uh, kind of – uh, you know, just loosen the, the log jam of more buyers than houses. Um, but back to interest rates yes. and what they've done over the last year. I mean, this is the, the, the talk of our business. Yep. Um, interest rates have really bottomed out. I cannot remember them being any lower than what we saw um, <clears throat> really in the last since I've been in the business for, you know, darn near close to 25 years, um, we're locking folks in, you know, 3.3, 3.5 for 30-year fixed interest rate monies now. And that's just um, just really kind of unheard of. Right now, today? Yeah. Yeah. Holy mackerel. So uh, I was doing some research, and uh, the rate this time last year was 4.8 on average. And yep. the rate this time this year on average is about 3.8, but it's obviously dropped. It's dropped. And, and, and just in the last couple of weeks, we've got the coronavirus scare going on. There's worries that that might really uh, create some slowing down of the global economy. Is that a, and of course, a, a disease you get from drinking corona? <laughs> no, that's a different coronavirus. I've had that one. No, so my um, – yeah, you get the disease. <laughs> That, that's I've called a, that that's one. called that a that's you. called a drunken virus, John Birchfield. Yeah. So it, by it the way, it doesn't kill you, but it does last a day or two. One of my daughters was talking to me about the coronavirus. I do not know. I know what they're talking about, but I don't know anything about it. And why yes. would the coronavirus in China 
affect interest rates in the U.S.? Because people are listening going, this guy is off his meds. Well, He's been drinking for what, Well, I mean, from what I've heard on the news, it affects, like, travel because, they, travel. They, you know, That's hotels, right. the plane, yeah. airlines. And yeah. And imagine you're, you're running a, you're running a, a medium-sized business and yep. you have to go to China to sell your product or to get um, your manufacturing done. And that requires travel. Yep. Well, you can't do that right now. So the you interesting know, thing not, is anything that creates uncertainty throughout the world typically right. pushes mortgage rates down in the U.S. And it's That's because, right. right, John, they people will put their money that they would have invested in China. They'll take it and they'll put it in 10-year Treasury bills. Yeah. And that so pushes the mortgage rate quality. Down. Yep. Yeah, flight yep. to quality. It's going to push the mortgage rates down, and we've seen that have about a three eighths to a half a percent improvement to interest rates just within the last two to three weeks. Uh, and that's what's driving now. You know, comparing year over year, we're now a full point and a half lower than we were this time this year. Which and is that just which is amazing. So, th- and that, I'm gonna, I'm going to guesstimate some numbers, but if somebody yeah. had a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage. Mm-hmm. If it's a 1% savings, they're going to save about $53,000 over the life of that loan. Now, I'm not guessing that number. That number I know is accurate, which yep. means if it's one and a half point difference, Alfie, on a $300,000 loan, you're going to pay $75,000 less in interest over a 30-year period. Wow. All right. That, I mean, like, I that is amazing. That, math. Yep. that is amazing. It's probably a little more than $75,000. So interesting. So if you're looking about it, they say home affordability today is better than any time from 1990 to 2008. 1990 to 2008, on average, the average American family, John, made about 10% more than they needed to purchase the average-priced home. Today, the average American family makes 50% more than they need in order to qualify to purchase the average-priced home. Isn't that an amazing statistic? Okay, hey, if if you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. You're hearing John Birchfield as an expert advisor with Brand Mortgage on the line with us. If you need to reach him, 678-226-7887. One more time, 678-226-7887. Or just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. Ask us to have John reach out to you, and we will absolutely do that. John, talk to us about a pre-approval. What's the difference in a pre-approval and a pre-qualification, and why a buyer or a borrower needs to get invested and get a real strong pre-approval letter? Yeah, man, you're, you're great question. So a pre-qualification, generally that's something a borrower might get online with just the clicks of a few buttons, and it's really just going to be a credit pool. Is your credit within range? Uh, and they're basically trusting the information that uh, that you put into whatever system that is. Right. A pre-approval is going to go a step further where we're not only going to look at not just the credit score but the body of the credit we're going to analyze a borrower's financial documents like pay stubs and, right. and W-2s, tax returns if needed, to really make sure that we're, um, one, finding out the right mortgage product for them. Okay? Right. Two, Which is important. we're going to determine their total buying power, how much could they afford. And three, it allows us to give them in black and white very – very reliable numbers that they can count on when they're out shopping for the home that is going to represent the mortgage that they ultimately end up getting. Um, and I believe knowledge is power. So having that knowledge, having that those facts as you're out there shopping for the home is going to help you uh, negotiate better. It's going to help you find the right home that really fits within your budget. 
And, and that is, it is so very important. Plus, when you get a real good pre-approval that says, hey, we've looked at your income, we've looked at your credit, we've looked at your debts, we've looked at all of this, and you are still pre-approved, that is yeah. very different than a lender that says, hey, we haven't verified any of this, but we think you're good to go on a pre-qualification letter. A typical good listing agent representing a seller, listing broker, they will look at a letter that's really a good letter, and they'll look at one that's not worth the paper it's written on, and they'll tell the seller, this is a good one. This is not a good one. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean they're always going to go with the good one, but I'll guarantee you they lean more that way. Okay, so let's talk, John, if we could. If you just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on, a, on AM640. I'm Cleve Gaddis, joined in the studio by Alfie Romero. We've got John Birchfield with Brand Mortgage on the line with us, and we've only got about a minute and a half left in the segment, John. What are the minimum FICO scores required for different loan types in the U.S. today? Do you know those numbers? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, for conventional financing, those that would be referred to as Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, you're right. going to look to have a minimum of a 620 credit score. Okay. okay. When we move into more government lending like FHA and VA, then we're going to be looking for a, a 580 score. V- VA as well? Because I thought yep. VA was about the same as conventional, so VA is 580 as well. Well, yes and no. Okay. I'll tell you that it can go to 580. I can tell you that VA gets real restrictive and very difficult to qualify for at those numbers. Okay. 600 is kind of a, a key breaking point for VA where it gets a lot easier. So it's kind of the way I typically think of it is FHA 580, VA 600, conventional 620. So we're kind of stepping up there. And to go a step further, if we're looking for USDA loans, in more rural developments, then we're going to be looking for a 640. 640. So okay, so a little bit higher. 20-point buckets. Yep. So interesting because the USDA gives you an opportunity for the least amount down, but they, they require you to be a little bit better qualified from a credit standpoint, which kind of makes sense. That's right. Kind of makes sense. John, as always, we appreciate you joining us for another week's uh, segment on the show. I hope you'll join us in the next couple of weeks. Alfie and I have got to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got listener questions. And believe it or not, the first question in the next segment is about a short sale. And I haven't had a question on those in years. Stick with us. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll be back.